Welcome, you little beauties. Today is my dad's birthday, so a big shout out to him. And I've decided to do a duo of old time radio episodes from Curtain Time, which I've never aired on this podcast before. From what I can tell, based on these two episodes, the feeling that this OTR is trying to capture was that of going to the theater. The atmosphere, the people, the laughing, the cheering, the whole entire vibe of you listening to a live stage performance. Now, normally I edit the audio a fair bit, and some content is taken out as it's either inaudible or damaged. Sometimes the audio is questionably on the nose or offensive in some cases, and I rarely ever have to remove content. In fact, I think maybe once in all 576 episodes. So this one is an odd bag in that curtain time, having only edited two episodes, both of them had questionable content in them. But I still think it's worth giving them a solid listen. You'll hear what I mean when it comes to it. Perhaps a couple of lines that could be seen as inappropriate by today's standards. But I left them in because those were different times and I want to give you the full experience without neutering any of the content. Trust me, it's not significant and I think most won't even notice it. We'll see. And I do welcome feedback on this episode. Now, even though this is a shorter than usual episode and I'm unable to do my normal large thank yous, I'll never not say thank you to those that support this podcast. It is in my blood to let those that help me know that I appreciate you. So first up, my Ode Night Tea Titans, Maya and Selstra. Amazing. Thank you so much for this fantastic level of support. Just jaw-dropping mates. My White Tea Warlords, I own Cows and Lee Bauer. You lovelies are so kind, and thank you both for your ongoing support. And of course, my Ograin Forces, Chad Warren, Just Heather, Paige Marcini, Peter Raffelli, Tasha Moncrief, Christina Boyd, Divided by Zero, Tristan Cassidy, Dolphin and Cow, and Michelangelo Yacone. Thank all of you for your support. And you, the listener on the other end, I really hope you're doing well and that this episode brightens your day. See you Friday, my awesome people. And I'll catch you then for some Dracula. Cheers, mates. General Mills, makers of Kick, bring you Curtain Time. Once again, it's Curtain Time, and tonight we offer the premiere of a fast-moving melodrama, a breathtaking love story set against the grim background of war in China. A truly thrilling play, Inside the Line. On stage, please. On stage. What is the first act? On stage, please. On stage. Standing room only again tonight. The stage is set. And once more, we're ready for that magic moment in the theater. Curtain time. Remember... This play is presented for your entertainment by General Mills, makers of America's brand new cereal sensation, Kick.
K-I-X. In the remaining few seconds before curtain rise, let's take a quick look through tonight's playbill. Our play, Inside the Line, was written for curtain time by Kay Limerick and stars Betty Lou Gerson and Olin Soleil. The orchestra is under the baton of Henry Weber, and the production is directed by Blair Walliser. And now the house lights are being dimmed. Mr. Weber steps to the stand for the overture, and the show is on. Chinese village. Shells bursting, airplanes zooming overhead, machine gun bullets ripping down a narrow street. Around the corner comes an American, a war correspondent. He scrambles desperately for shelter. Just mission compound. Love note from the Japanese. I tell the postman not to ring twice till I get under cover of lugs. Thanks too much. Drop in for tea sometime. Maybe I can have some choice brown glass and sugar. Oh, well, I'll be safer inside here. Oh, oh. Sniper, huh? Got you first, old boy. No, no, me no sniper. No, I'm not Sam. Good Lord, a woman. I say I am sorry. Have I hurt you? No, Brad. Mutual. I knocked my own breath into a cocked hat with that flying tackle. Here, let me help you up. If I can get up. No, me sit. Okay, I'll sit with you. <clears throat> How have you been? American man joke. Not joke. Oh, well, American man will weep if it'll help any lotus. I cry beautifully in A flat or the key of G. You just name your poison. Oh, American man shell shock. Bang. No, Lotus. No, he's just glad he's undercover again with both his ears intact. Uh, are you alone in here? I can't see a thing in this blame blackness. All alone? What for, Megan, man? Oh, that's a happy thought, too. Thanks a lot, Lotus. Well, two orphans of the storm ought to get along magnificently. Now, let's start at the beginning. Hmm? I'm Lee Woods, New York Herald Express reporter. Oh? Uh, you know, press. Uh, writer? Newspaper? Oh. Mm. It's all yours safe enough with me. Guaranteed harmless. Uh, what's your ticket? Ticket? Uh, your name, Lotus. What's your name? Tao. Tao? Tao Paling. Right into a hornet's nest. Nest? 
Oh, man of time. Yeah, well, Tower better understand, and after this, be somebody by the name of Lotus. Listen, Tower, aren't you the only child of General Tai Ling who's leading the Chinese defense? Honorable Tai Ling's father to Humble Tao. Yes. Yes, well, for heaven's sake, don't tell that to anybody else you meet. You know, the Japs are combing this sector inch by inch to find you. And when they do, goodbye, Tao. Tao take trip? Yeah, to meet honorable ancestors and no fooling. What are you doing here, anyway? Waiting meet Venable, father. You talk like your father was coming in for lunch. Tao, this is war. Tao, no. Well, what I want to know is what are you doing here in the first place? Why aren't you home where you belong? Tao help injured Chinese soldier. Water, bandage. Tao run from Red Cross camp, no. So, you did know you were being hunted, hmm? But maybe help more before court. Tao, you're the work. What are you going to do now? Tao run south. South? Through the line? Oh, not a chance. Tao try. Well, George, I believe you would. Tao going. You're a brave kid, Tao. I like your spirit, and I'm going to help you. I'll be cutting my own neck, and it won't be worth anything after this mess is over anyway, likely. If you haven't a ghost of a chance alone, but together, maybe we can get you far enough to make a break for it. Make a man help? Yeah, sure thing. I love a scrap. Anybody scrap. Make a man get hurt? Or with a managing editor on one side and a war on the other, maybe you think it's a bridge luncheon already. Besides, this would be a swell story. The old man will eat it up. Uh, <clears throat> if I live to get it on the wire. You go weep, Tao? Mm-hmm, all the way. Nice make a man. What? Oh, sure. Uh, I'm not bad to look at either. You ought to see me. As a matter of fact, I'd like to see you. After I'd tackled you in this pitch black, I could tell you were young. Your body was so cuddly soft. You smelled so nice. It's a lovely smell after the stench of war, Tao. I hope you get through. And that sweet fragrance of incense is as good a reason as any. You like Tao? Oh, well, I like your thinking style. Don't let the rest of it bother you. I'm just a hard-shell reporter with a sentimental streak inside. That you're a lone woman fighting for home and country like you were the whole Marines gets me waving a flag, that's all. Oh. Tao wants to go south while dark. What, now? Not can we cold in summer. Yeah, but those Japs are coming up too fast. There's a mob of them rolling in close. But Tao must go. Okay, stubborn, it's your show. Down against the wall, Tao, and pray hard. This best building leaves standing. Stupid ones always think mission place a refuge. Search well. Are dog. Up with you. Hands up. General. General Fushigi. So furnace. Furnace? Oh. Yes, and a woman. Do not chill your face, French. Open. We are greatly rewarded. Here is unworthy daughter of questionable Tai Ling. The gods are kind to us tonight. I'm Lotus. Lotus Weefa. My father is merchant in Hong Kong. Not so. You, Tao Tai Ling, many times have seen your picture. And you, in Soda? I'm Lee Wood, the New York Herald Express, General Fushigi. Here are my credentials. I came into the mission to evade your expert fire, General. Inside, I met the lady, but I don't know her, and I'm not with her. Ah? We shall see. Newspaper men know is a serious defense to help enemy. 
Until your case is proved, I shall have to hold you prisoners. Take them away, Wang. Put them in chains. The curtain falls on the first act of Inside the Line. Tonight's production on Curtain Time. Say, how do you like to have something new for breakfast? Something different from anything you ever had before in your life. Well, here it is at last. General Mills, the leading cereal millers of the world, have just perfected a new breakfast food called Kick. K-I-X. And it's just as new as it could possibly be. Now, there's a mighty good reason why Kicks is new. Some time ago, the experts up at General Mills got together and deliberately set out to see if they couldn't develop for you something new, something absolutely different in the way of a breakfast food that would really give you a new thrill for breakfast. That was their sole purpose, to create something better, something utterly new. And believe you me, they certainly seem to have found why, Kix doesn't even look like any other cereal. You see, instead of making corn into the usual flat flakes, the millers took it and blew it into golden, appetizing bubbles. These crisp, tempting bubbles have an appealing taste, we think, that no corn cereal ever had before. They stay so much crisper in milk or cream, too. Crisper, in fact, than any ordinary flat flake cereal on the market. Yes, Kicks really is different in every respect. Different to look at, different to taste, different even in nourishment. Because we have added four valuable food elements to this new breakfast food that, so far as we know, you won't find combined in any other well-known corn cereal. So don't wait. Ask your grocer for a package of Kicks tomorrow morning. It's Kicks. K-I-X. Kicks. <laughs> scene, a bare little room where Lee and Tao are imprisoned. Lee is impatiently trying to awaken his cellmate. Hey, for gosh sakes, wake up, Lotus. I want to talk to you before we get separated. Wake up. Oh, how can you sleep with all doom hanging over your head? Hmm. Like a woman. Oh, we're... Oh, American man. Yeah, yeah, American man. Now, listen, Tao, let's set a couple of points while we have the chance, will you? I have an idea we won't be together very long. Now, talk to American man, please. Thank you. What? What's the matter with you? American man, say, go south with Tao. The American man, run away like, like, like Labbit. No, no, Tao, you don't understand. You see, if they think I'm for you, we're both in the soup. But if I get free, then maybe I can help you from the outside. They're not going to let you go so easily, you know. They'll hold you as hostage. 
stay. You're darn right you'll stay. Stay forever if I know that father of yours. Anytime his daughter is more to him than his country, I'll buy rice for all of China. And they won't just ask ransom towel. They'll crack an army whip over him to play ball their way or you'll be killed. I'm both servant. Only die once for most adored father. Oh, but that's silly. You're young. You don't want to die yet. I want to go south. Yeah, well, I want to get a story filed in my paper, too. It's like General Fushigi cares about that. You worry about your going south when you don't have an axe hanging over your neck. Axe? No, not axe. Axe. Don't get technical. We haven't time. Guard will be back any minute now. Listen, I'm sure I'll get out through my paper. And then I'll try to keep up on what they're going to do with you, you see? They'll probably move you out of the danger zone. Oh, comes the guard. Light for unready time, ducks. Light, huh? Same to you and many of them. Oh, gee. Hey, this ought to perk you up, Tal. Can I have Fushigi coming soon? Then no more batter with fire pigs. Since I'd tell that lock what I think I am. Two yen? Yeah. Yeah, one yen to punch him in the nose and one yen to be back in America. Ah, oh, Lotus, you've no idea how wonderful it is there. Well, this very minute, I'll bet those good old USA boys are throwing pop bottles at some baseball umpire. Pop? Pop, yeah. We drink that like tea. Here, here, have some hot tea with your lice. Huh? Anyway, Fushigi's going to feed us till he finds out what's what. That's something to be thankful for. Think Fushigi nice to Tao? Oh, he probably will be. Till he hears from your father, anyway. Tao will be good, not make Fushigi angry. Yeah, yeah, it's a good girl. You just take it easy. There'd be a way out. You know, it uh, might not be bad if you'd wash your face. Sort of sooty or something. Hey, did I tell you I think you're kind of nice looking? Make a man like that? Oh, just admiring your good points while you were sleeping. Only you, you ought to uncover your head and not wear that shawl so close to your face, you know. Maybe if you shig, you'd like you better if you weren't wrapped up like a mummy. Shame, honorable ancestor. Uncover body. Ah, you ought to see the way American girls dress, Lotus. Yeah, but they're worth it. Say, how about coming around when the slaughter's over so I can show you a real country, hmm? For two cents? For the joy of... Hey. Hey, what do you say? Or maybe for a penny. How? I'm going nuts. You undoubtedly are. Listen, get that shawl off your head. Stop breaking me, you love. What? Why, you're not tall. Well, of course not, silly, but you needn't shout it to the world. Well... Well, who the dickens are you? Penny Hermes and get your voice down, Wacky. Penny Hermes? Not me, Penny Hermes. Penelope Hermes, good old USA. Daughter of Penfield Hermes, who owns 30 newspapers and 10 radio stations, and who often regrets having such a daughter. Oh, what have I done to deserve this? Well, you ungallant heel. But Penny, you don't understand. Oh, don't ever think I don't. I know we're both sitting on a keg of dynamite. I'm playing tag with a few. Yes, exactly. What the dickens are you doing here? Well, I'm trying to be Tao until the real Tao gets through the line. You happen to know what will happen if you're caught? I have a slight idea. But remember, I denied being Tao, so it's their own fault. Well, that makes it all the worse. Won't be long until they'll discover you're an American in disguise. They'll also want to know why. And if they discover you're Penny Hermes. Oh, you're a dramatic mind, building a political fugitive. And you're an American big shot's daughter. Well, that practically puts us right in the middle of an international complication. Holy snakes, I never thought of that. Yeah. All I thought of was poor hunted towels sticking it out in that Red Cross camp until she had to run. My idea. I thought we might confuse them long enough for her to get through. Well, you do know the real towel, then. No, of course. 
I met her first in Washington a few years ago. But she's too fine a person to get stuck on a bayonet end. Any little thing I could do. Didn't seem like anything. Yeah, but uh, now that Fushigi's caught you... I'll stick it out as low as we are, the merchant's daughter, as long as I can. By then, maybe something will break. Don't it, you know, you do look Chinese somehow. <laughs> That's what's the matter with my face. It's makeup. If I have to wash, I'm sunk. Yeah, well, I'll pray it doesn't rain. Well, now, what do you want me to do? Just like you could do anything. But then I'll be out of here in a few hours. I'm sure of it. They won't dare hold me. They have enough trouble without encouraging active foreigner will. Well, you might wear my father, but don't tell him the truth. Just tell him I'm all right. Yeah, but what if... Now, if you should wish to see evil duck. We're in, boy. Keep your chin up, you know. Uh, maybe your father will come through and they won't have to stick you before a firing squad, Tal. Make a man make joke. Mm. Rub it in, you love. General Fushigi find Lopez know many interesting things about army. General Fushigi, listen, maybe yes? You trade troop tickets for life? But yes, Lotus want to keep life within miserable bodies. Yeah, Fushigi listen to reason. Lord, I hope he doesn't listen to you. I feel the fuse is being lit. Listen for the boom, dear. Maybe it'll make you think of Fourth of July back home. <laughs> Penny is still able to offer a flippant comeback to end the second act of Inside the Line. Tonight's production on Curtain Time. Americans, you know, Fishigi. Ah, yes, 
the honorable Mr. Hermes and our young Lord friend. Greetings again, and a very gracious welcome to our humble place. Will you be seated, gentlemen? Thank you, General. We are honored by your hospitality. I trust I may speak freely on a matter which concerns us both, unofficially and as a friend. Surely. Speak at will. Uh, Mr. Woods has reported that you're holding Tao Tiling as, uh, shall I say, hostage? That is right. Now, General, I don't question your ability as a militarist, but do you realize what far-reaching effects holding Tao might have upon your campaign? I think you concern yourself unduly, Mr. Hermes. If you'll forgive my boldness, General. This holding of General Tiling's daughter impresses me as being poor strategy. Explain, please. It can be used as such strong propaganda against you. Now, if the men of two nations go to war, well, let them. But when the women are violated, every country rises in indignation. But I am not violating Tao Tiling. Her father's your strongest enemy. Who will believe that you hold her sacred? Why, they'll build it as an outrage against good morals. And then what'll you have? I see the difficulties, but I am already holding her. Also, I should have to commit Harry Carey to a tone for surrendering such a hold over General Tiling. And then, of what use would I be to my country? Well, pardon my intruding, General, but in the end, you'll either have to release her thereby publicly admitting your faux pas or else kill her. I need not tell you the latter would bring the resentment of the whole civilized world down on your shoulders. You speak words of deepest wisdom. I will release her to her father immediately. Take I your think. Hands over me. What is the meaning of this? General, an American fights catch like devil. Not fair, Tyling, but American. What is so? Bring your two cents off your chain. I told you I wasn't Tao, but no, no, I had to sit in your cockroach old house for two days like a tired beast. Explain this, Corporal. I go for life, poor General, and she not have time to get shot on. Look at her hair. Disgraceful. Disgrace the way you pen people up. Hello. Well, what has Honorable Mr. Hermes to say about this? Why? Oh, not a thing, not a thing. Uh, this takes it out of my hands, General. Uh, my interest is only in world peace. It really can't, I, I can't really be concerned about every young woman who runs loose in wartime. You... But she is in disguise. American spy, perhaps? Well, that isn't my business either. I'm sure she isn't representing the United States. I'm not in disguise. These were all the clothes I could find after the hotel was bombed. Well, good day, General. Sorry to have troubled you. Yeah, so long, General. I'll drop by later. Thank you, gentlemen, for your interest. But, but what I do with this girl? Uh, she's your prisoner, General. Woods and I are deaf and dumb if we never hear of her again. But she is an American. Certainly. Do you know who I am? I'm Pinfield Hermes' daughter. Oh, oh, that's rich. Don't let her pull your leg like that, General. Why do you think Penfield Hermes' daughter would be in the midst of war in China? She's probably lunching at the Ritz right this very moment. Mr. Hermes, is this girl your daughter? Certainly not. She probably knows me from seeing my picture in the papers. Do as you please with her. I'm not a nursemaid for every flighty female our country raises. Good day, John. Hey, take her along. You Americans are so unpredictable. 
she would be more trouble than Tao Tai Ling. I don't want to be responsible for her, General. No, I take her out and turn her loose. Well, uh, <clears throat> I'll see that she gets out of the war zone if you'll give me a pass, General Fushigi. But gladly. Here. Thank you. And now, gentlemen, I must return to my council meeting. Good day, General. Yes, yeah, thanks, General, for a very good story. Come along, Lotus. You, you... The next time you want to impersonate somebody, don't pick a military refugee. I mean, Dad. Good morning, Penny. Feast is in the morning shrine garden, or something, as the Mikado says. You would have let me stay there. Oh, I'm learning from the Orientals. They handle the women that way, it seems. Well, you'll not handle me that way. Oh, you're Lee's worry now, not mine. Well, I'm off for our office in Shanghai, if we've got one left. Ah, dear. Yet I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I guess it was a pretty tough lesson, wasn't it? Ah, your old man still loves you. But don't let it happen again. Well, she won't. We're going back to New York. What? Sure, on a honeymoon. Didn't I promise to show you the town? But not... I mean... Well, I haven't gone into the details yet, but as soon as I get time, I'll tell you I love you. Dirty face and all. Why, you... Ah, 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 ah. Prune? All right. Here, <laughs> here. You're corrupting the Chinese. Nonsense. This is a good old American custom. General Mills, makers of Corn Kick, bring you Curtain Time. Once again, it's Curtain Time. And tonight, we present a comedy about three happy-go-lucky, daffy, wacky, breezy Broadway hoofers who just wouldn't admit vaudeville was a vanishing career. A laugh-a-minute premiere on Curtain Time, Over the Falls. And now, a hush is falling over the tense, expectant audience which fills our playhouse. And again, we await that most thrilling moment in the theater... Curtain time. Remember, this play is presented for your entertainment by General Mills, makers of America's brand new cereal sensation, Corn Kick. K-I-X. In the remaining few seconds before curtain rise, let's take a quick look through tonight's playbill. Our play, Over the Falls, was written for curtain time by Richard Hanser. And stars two of radio's favorite comedy leads, Louise Fitch and Dolan Soleil. The orchestra is under the baton of Henry Weber, and the production is directed by Blair Walliser. But now the house lights are being dimmed. Mr. Weber steps to the stand for the overture, and the show is on. <laughs>
And now the curtain is parting on the first scene of Over the Falls, set in a cheaply furnished room of a theatrical hotel in Buffalo, New York. It's nearly noon, but Mac Barton and his partner, Benny Tyson, are still in bed asleep as the phone rings. Hmm. Hey, Mac. <clears throat> Wake up, will you? Answer the phone. Uh, huh? Phone, phone, phone. Oh, the phone. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, this is me. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Huh? The joint's folded. Oh, you're clowning. Oh, you can't do that to us. We'll sue. Oh, yeah? Is that so? Well, the same to you. I don't know who that was, but I'm sure it wasn't the guy who notified you when you win the sweepstakes. You're right, it wasn't, Benny. It was bad news. That nightclub we were supposed to open in tonight has been closed by the cops. You mean we're at liberty? Yeah, at liberty is right. Well, that's what our forefathers fought for, liberty. Now we've got plenty of it. Yeah. Our first job in six months, and they pull it right out from under us. We'll probably starve. Yeah. Patrick Henry with a new twist. Liberty and death. You kill me with those comical cracks. Here we are with no dough and no prospect, and you make jokes. Okay, Mac, okay. Well, we <clears throat> might as well break the news to Baby and then decide what we're going to do. Yeah, I guess so. Hello? Give me Miss Baby LaBelle in room 611. Yeah. Hello, Baby. This is Mac. Yeah, listen, Baby, come down here right away, will you? I got something important to tell you. No. No, Baby, don't bring your dancing shoes. No, we're not going to rehearse. Goodbye. She thought we was going to rehearse for tonight, then. We've had plenty of practice for what we're going to do tonight. <clears throat> Why? Nothing. You know what worries me about this whole thing, Benny? Uh, what worries me most, I mean. What? Well, I'm afraid B.B. will go back to Macy's basement like she threatened to do. A return engagement at the Notions Counter? Well, what's so tough about that? A solid 52-week book and a no-slaver jump. Uh, they're going to give her any billing? Oh, quit clowning, Benny. I want Baby to stick in show business with me. We got a great act if we can only get it going, and we need her. And besides... Besides, you love her, and you can't hold her hand over an ocean counter. Yeah. Well, just as long as you're... Oh, that's Baby now. Mm. Come in. Hello, boys. What's new? Hello, Baby. Oh, what's the matter, boys? Is something wrong? That sums it up pretty well. Yeah, everything's wrong. Baby, you know that job we got? Yeah. Well, we ain't got it. Huh? No job? Well, they can't fire us. They ain't even seen our act yet. That's the novelty twist. Yeah. <clears throat> this time we get fired before they see our act. Now, the act's got nothing to do with it. We got no job because the nightclub where we were supposed to work has been closed. Well, of all the mean things. Uh, things was different in the old days on the RKO time. Yeah. We'll be lucky to get on the WPA time. 
If we was only back in Vaudeville. But, Mac, there ain't any Vaudeville no more. We specialize in being in things there ain't any of. You know, this is worse than that time in Peoria when I was with Mr. the Magician. The sheriff closed the house and we didn't get paid off. We had to eat two of Misto's rabbits. Was you with Misto? Sure, sure. Misto taught me all he knew. Well, when he broke up the act, he gave me a momentum to remember him by. That trunk over there. What's in it? Oh, wigs and props and false whiskers, all that stuff. Well, you better get out all the false, wh- false whiskers you've got. We're going to need him to scram out of this hotel. Gosh, that's another worry. We ain't got a dime, have we? Yeah, we got a dime. But this is one of those classy joints where the rate is two bits. The crime a class act like ours has to starve to death on this honky-tonk circuit. If we could just get a Broderville day. Oh, forget it. Let's just sit around on a monument and wait for television. Ain't there any Broderville left no more? Well, some theaters have still got stage shows. But you can't get a booking unless you're a name band or have shot your wife or done something popular like that. Well, I'd be glad to shoot my wife. If I could find her. Well, what a terrible thing to say, Benny. How awful. She certainly was. I think a man and their wife ought to be friends. Oh, you're an idealist. Well, I feel like Bibi. You don't look like her. <laughs> no, Benny, I mean I feel like she does about a man and their wife ought to be friends. We've been engaged a long time now, and if we ever get married, I'm going to love her in spite of it. Oh, gee, Bibi. I feel like a crumb stalling you off so long. But a man can't ask a girl to marry him unless he's got some scratch. Maybe i better go back to Macy's. You go back? No. Now, now, Bibi, now don't say that. Now, I'll think of something. Oh, if I could only get a vaudeville date, we'd be all set. I know how you can get a vaudeville date. Huh? Well, you just said it yourself. Do something sensational. Yeah, but how can you be sensational in Buffalo? Well, you've heard of Niagara Falls, haven't you? Yeah. Well, there's your answer. Go over the falls in a barrel. Why, you'll have to comb contracts out of your hair. If you live. <laughs> hey, you got something there, Benny. Think of the publicity. Oh, Mac, you're clowning. I'd be on the front page of every newspaper in the country. Page one, Billy. Hey, stop talking that way. Benny, make him stop. We get offers from all over the country. Oh, now, cut it out, Mac. I was only kidding. You can't go over the falls in a barrel. Why not? It's our only way out, Benny. Well, it'll put us into the chip. You'll get drowned, Mac. Well, that's better than starving to death. I'm going to do it. First, I'm going to notify the papers. Think of them headlines on page one. So long, kid. Mac! He's going to do Mac, it. come back. into effect. The curtain comes down on the first act of Over the Falls, tonight's production of Curtain Time.
now the curtain parts on the second act of our play. It's a few minutes later in the office of W.E.X. Merton, drama critic for the Morning Herald. Merton is laboriously tapping his way through a maze of typewriter keys when he hears a knock on his door. Come in. Hello. Hello. You're W.E.X. Merton, the theatrical editor, aren't you? That's right. Yo, my name is Mac Martin. You may have heard of me. Uh, I don't quite... Yeah, you gave my turn a nice plug in your column once. It was about eight years ago when we played The Strand. I always meant to drop in and thank you. Oh, not at all. What are you doing now? Well, I'm playing the nightclub circuit, but I got a little piece of news I think you might use. I'm going over the falls in a barrel. Huh? What's the gag? I know, gag. I gotta do something. I gotta get a break. The only break you'll get from that stunt will be in the neck. Oh, I don't know. Other guys have done it. I'll get a good strong barrel. Now, listen, Bart. If you're really serious about this thing, let me give you some advice. Now, I don't want advice, Mr. Merton. I want publicity. I got my gal to think about. My fin and say. Huh? What's that? You're going over the falls for your girlfriend? Yes, sir. We want to get married, and this is the only way we can get our act booked. Yeah, a romance angle. Might make a yarn at that. Pull up a chair and speak your piece, Barton. Looks like we've got something here. I never hear about such foolishness. But, Mr. Baumgartner, think of the publicity. We'll get your name in all the papers. Listen, my name in the papers, I don't care about. All I want is I should sell more beer. Sure. That's just the point. You'll sell more beer, a lot more. I'll paint Baumgartner's beer on my barrel, and I'll get everybody talking about it. Then they'll come flock into your beer garden and they'll naturally order the famous Baumgartner beer. And all I ask is $500 and a good strong barrel. That is all foolishness. That a crazy strunk. Yeah, well, now listen. I'll lower the price because I'm in a hurry. I'll do it for $200 and the loan of a truck to haul the barrel and the rest of my stuff to the falls. Now, how about it? I would... $200 is too much. Well... I risk my neck and you get a million dollars worth of free advertising and you call 200 bucks too much? Okay. I'll go to somebody that recognizes a great opportunity when he sees it. Yeah, and so who will pay for such a crazy strunk? Zimmerman's Brewery. That's who. They'll snap it up. And you'll feel pretty bad when you see Zimmerman's Barrel in all the newspapers and everybody talking about Zimmerman's beer. You won't be able to give your beer away. Goodbye. Goodbye. Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I look up. I, uh, I couldn't afford more, but, uh, well, uh, uh maybe for a uh, hundred dollars. And the barrel and truck? The barrel I give you. The truck is just loaned. Yeah. And, and one hundred bucks cash on the line? Well, that is all foolishness, but, ah, yeah, I give you the money. Okay, Mr. Baumgartner, it's a deal. <laughs> It says Mac is going over the falls in a barrel. Yeah, I read it. The paper says no trace was ever found of the last man who went over the falls in a barrel. Oh, Benny, you simply got to stop him. Well, what can I do, baby? Besides, the cops won't let him do it. They're very jealous about who uses their falls. It's a public attraction. Come in. Hello, Ted. Mac. Welcome home, stupid. Where have you been? Hey, never mind where I've been. It's where I'm going that counts. 
I'm heading for Niagara Falls. Oh, you can't do it, Mac. I won't let you. Now, now, don't you worry about me, honey. Now, everything's all set. I even got a sponsor and a truck to haul our stuff to the falls. Mac Barton, unless you drop this crazy idea right now, you know what I'm going to do? Baby, you're not going yes, back to... I'm going back to Macy. Oh, honey, have a heart. It's our big chance. You can't run out on me now. Hey, what kind of a girl are you? Here I am at the crossroads of my career, and you want to quit on me. I'm going to feel pretty bad all alone in that barrel if you ain't on the shore pulling for me, honey. Well... You won't let me down, will you, honey? I wish you wouldn't do it, Mac, please. Now, there, there now. Now, you just go up to your room and get ready, baby. We got no time to lose. My barrel takes off at daybreak. Huh? <laughs> I'll go if you say so, Mac. But I'll have to pack. It won't take me long. Yeah, goodbye, honey. Make it fast. All right now, bright boy. What's the gag? You can't pull a stunt like this. Now, don't start lecturing me, Benny boy. I got things to do, and I'll need your help. Yeah. Now, first off, give me a hand with that trunk. Well. No, no, not that one. The one with Miss Doe's name painted on it. Well, I ain't run into a schoolier job than this since I joined the park. Pinching the guy for wanting to go over the park. If <laughs> he wants to go over, let him go, is what I say. Well, here's the barrel, all right. Yes, say, look, Lieutenant, it's got Baumgartner's beer paste on it. Yeah, that's not of advertising Baumgartner's beer will get out of this stunt. We'll have to nab that crackpot just as soon as he shows up. Well, now it'll be doing him a favor, guys, as well, as well. This barrel would smash the pieces the first rocket hit. Yeah, it wouldn't have a chance. Hey, what was that now? Did, 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 did you hear that splash? Yeah, I heard it all right. It sounded hey, like... Wait a minute. I see something over there in the water. Yeah, I see it too now. It looks like a trunk. It is a trunk. And it's floating down the river toward the pile. Why, that bum, he gave us a slip. Hey, there. Hey, you. Come on, back. Yeah, come back here. Hey, there he goes. He's in the trunk. It's on the edge. Look, it's on the edge of the fall. There it goes. There it goes. It's over. Hello? Hello? Sit the desk, please. Yeah. Joe? This is McConnell on the fall story. Yeah? Yeah, Barton went over the falls all right, but not in a barrel. Now get this. He went over in a trunk. On the level. Yeah? Yeah, he knew the cops were watching his barrel. So he let him watch it. He climbed in the trunk and his partner pushed it into the water. Yeah? Yeah, I'm sure he was in it. I saw him get in myself. Okay, Joe. I'm going down to the foot of the falls now and see if they find any trace of them. Huh? No, there's not a chance in the world that he came out of it alive. Stop worrying, B.B. Mac will turn up, okay? You wait and see. There's so much mist, I can't see. And those awful rocks, he smashed up on him. I know he did. Oh, man. No, he didn't know he didn't. Of course, the trunk missed the rocks, I think. Uh, Benny, Benny, look over there in that whirlpool. Hmm? It's a piece of the trunk. It's been smashed a bit. Oh, Benny. Oh, man. Oh, baby. 
welcome to the apparently disastrous outcome of Max Publicity Stunt marks the second act ending of Over the Falls. Tonight's production on Curtain Time. on the third act of Over the Falls. It's an hour later, and the crowd at the foot of the mighty Niagara Falls has dwindled, as there is no further sign of Mac. A few reporters and photographers still linger, however, and we hear one of them say, Now that's some drop, believe me. What a sap he was to pull a stunt like that. Yeah. I feel sorry for that doll of his, too. The way she comes wandering around here, hoping that it'll turn up safe and sound after all. Yeah. It's been a good hour since he went over, and there's not a sign of him yet. Hey, here she comes now. She's walking with Barton and Barton's partner. His name's Benny, I think. Mm. Uh, pardon me, miss. Yeah? What do you want? Hey! Help! Hey, what was that? Oh, somebody's oh, help! Hey, I want to hey, see you. Hey, It sounded like men! I what think I see there? somebody down there. Well, come on. Hey, wait a minute. It's him. He's hanging out of a rock. Come on, grab him. Oh, Mac. Mac, it's you. Grab my hand. Yeah, here, mine too. It's good to be on dry land again. Oh, are you all right, honey? Are you hurt? No. I'm all right. I'm shaking a little. I'll be... Oh, Grab him. He's collapsing. Set him down until he gets his breath. Oh, Mac, darling. What a picture. Hold it. What a shot. And now, gentlemen, I'd like to make a statement for the press about my trip over the falls. Gee, you know, Benny, it's good to be back in this hotel. Yeah. That water was kind of chilly. Oh, you look like a drowned rat when we hauled you out. Yeah. The papers out yet? Well, I sent a bell hop after some. I wonder what kind of notices I'll get. Well, the critics will probably say you were great, but was it art? <laughs> come in. What? Phoebe, where are you going? I just come to say goodbye. I'm leaving the act. Leaving the act? Yeah. I just come to say goodbye. I'm going back to Macy. Oh, quit clowning, honey. Now, give Papa a kiss. I ain't clowning. I'm leaving. But, sweetheart, you can't leave. We're going to get married. That's it. I don't want to be married to no man that would go around risking his life without no thought for his future wife. If you go over the falls when I'm watching you, what'll you do when I turn my back? <laughs> I'm leaving. Should I tell him that? Yeah, yeah, you might as well. Okay. Close that door, baby. Why? What's yeah. up? Well, we don't want anybody to hear this but you. You see, baby, it's this way. 
Mac never went over those falls. What are you trying to give me, Benny? On the level, honey. He no more went over them Niagara Falls than I did. But didn't I, with my own very eyes, see him get into that trunk? And didn't I see you push it off into the river? And didn't I see him pulled out of the gorge? What are you trying to hand me anyway? Sure, you saw all that, and so did everybody else. But I wasn't in the trunk when Benny pushed it in the water. Huh? Now I done my old disappearing act. That trunk on Miss Doors had a trap door in the bottom. Well, I just saw another trap door in that wooden platform we had the trunk on. I crawled out of the trunk and under the platform before Benny pushed the trunk into the water. Then I sneaked my phony beard on and took the elevator down to the gorge, climbed down into the edge of the water and hollered for help. So you see, he didn't risk a thing for you and would therefore make a good husband. Oh, you beast. To think that you would do all this and not let me in on it. Let me worry. Let me think you was really killed of all the low means... Low, mean, low, mean. Despicable. Yeah, of all the tricks to play on a girl who you claim you love, that's about the the lowest and meanest. Goodbye. Ben, she's gone? Yeah. That means we'll have to quit advertising our act as a gala girly show. I can't understand, women. That makes you unique. When you think you've done something to make them happy, you find out it doesn't make them happy at all. Oh, it's a low, mean... Low, mean, low, mean trick. Yeah. It's funny how life is, Ben. Yesterday I was broke. No job, no prospect, but I had a gal. Now I'm sitting on top of the world, but Phoebe is gone, and all my wealth and fame don't mean a thing. Oh, I was once in a worse spot than you are. My wife and wealth both left at the same time. <laughs> Phoebe! There's a big man downstairs. He's mad as can be, and he's looking for yeah? you. Keep hollering about money. Oh, that's probably some theatrical agent that wants to sign me up at a princely figure. Well, I'll get down and see about it. Sweetheart, it was wonderful of you to want to protect me after being mad and all that. Well, I wasn't really mad, Mac. I was just hurt because you made me worry so. And now that you're back, nothing will ever come between us. I know, honey. Nothing will ever make us quarrel again. And we'll get married and go to Bermuda on our honeymoon. Let's go to Hawaii. Our Bermuda's nicer, honey. It's not as nice as Hawaii. Why, Bermuda's much better, darling. I said Hawaii, dear. Hey, what's it? What? Yeah, hey, he is always up. That thief, that no good, that swindle. You will strike him at once with a bar for your hand. Now, Mr. Bungard, what did I do? Party chudo, party chudo. You bamboozled me out of a hundred dollars without you using my bar. But now, now you are going to shale, you are going to. Now, 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 just a minute, Mr. Bungard. Will you let me finish what I've been trying to tell you? Mac would be very happy to square everything by playing his first engagement at your beer garden. Well, at the usual fee. So now we are talking friends. But me and Baby was going away on a honeymoon in Bermuda. Hawaii, I said. Oh, Baby, don't yeah. argue, kids. It's huh? all settled. You're spending your honeymoon in America's honeymoon paradise. Where's that? What do you mean? Niagara Falls, kid. Right here in good old Niagara Falls. <laughs> 